Welcome back to St. Louis Live with Travis Terrell Owens, Chris Everett Denman, and Michael Phelps Gaines on 920 AM and streaming live at weareliveradio.com. Good morning, St. Louis. You're now tuned in to St. Louis Live. Thank you, Travis Terrell Owens. We're gonna Appreciate to re- that. We're going to have to re-record We're going to really have to. We're Michael LeBron to. Gaines is the uh, proper. Uh, proper. Travis Phelps Terrell Gaines. Owens. And what did he give you? Chris Everett Denman. <laughs> so you two can't complain. <laughs> he gave you Chris Everett. Is that the Jim Rome guy? Yes. That's the well, No, Chris Everett's the, the tennis player. The, she's the, she was a tennis yeah, player. She was okay, a tennis so player. Who, was Jim, Jim Everett. Jim Everett, and Jim Everett was the quarterback of the L.A. Rams. And uh, Jim Everett goes to right, Jim Chris. Rome. <laughs> Hey, you, you, I bet you won't call me, uh, Chris again. Bet you I do. Jim right? Rome, I bet you I do. All right, let's see it. Chris Everett. Oh, hey, Jim Everett I'm almost so happy him. that happened. That was <laughs> one, Jim of the, Rome, one of the greatest moments ever. Yeah. That's how I learned who Jim Rome was. And I've been following his career ever since. Do you think, like, Skip Bayless pays just a little percentage of his salary every year to Jim Rome for <laughs> leading the way? For kicking it off? He was, I mean, he was the hot take. He was he the was like pioneer. The original hot take. He was. That was. It was. It, by the way, that was an extremely douche thing for, uh, for him to do. But has he ever uh, brought it up and discussed like that ever again? Oh, I'm sure he's been asked about it a million times. I don't. I don't know. That's I don't know what he fun. said. Well, we uh, we had a brief discussion yesterday as far as uh, the current goings on uh, with the potential of new hype surrounding. MLS to STL. So we wanted to bring the man on that can perhaps clear the air about these new rumors about a potential percolation in regards to MLS to STL. A bit unfounded at the moment, but we respect Mike Falk from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and uh, wanted to get some opinions because there were some grumblings online. Mike, thanks for joining St. Louis Live. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are y'all? Doing very well. Uh, I, I guess where this started was online and on the radio show on uh, 101 ESPN. Randy Carricker mentioned that uh, he had some news, was still working to solidify sources. Uh, some buzz started happening on Twitter. I guess it would have been uh, the night before. And once people like yourself started kind of responding and not just immediately tossing it to the side, like, okay, knock it off, people. Uh, you reached out to Dave Peacock, correct? Mm-hmm. And to, I thought it would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's got a little bit of inside information over the last few years in uh, in St. Louis sports and trying to uh, to keep things here and to grow things. So as we stand right now at nine oh six a.m. here in St. Louis, what have you uncovered since this latest, I guess, um, information or potential information has arisen? Uh, well, Dave Peacock's response. Uh, was a um, <clears throat> response to uh, the what was said on the ESPN radio that that was uh, that this is all silly. That's what he said, quote unquote. This is all silly. And uh, Jim Cavanaugh again reiterated uh, another investor. He had, he reiterated that there is no plan B. Um, so, uh, so so that's where we're at. You know, ever since uh, April 4th, there's been um, varying levels of speculation about this alternate plan uh, coming to be to get the $60 million in financing that they were short of. And, and you know, the gr- it's true that the group has, um, has not necessarily split up um, it's, uh, it's true that they're not opposed to some other plan, but, um, but really it's, uh, there's, you know, if, you know, anything that might be floating out there, uh, I, I think would be, would be very, very, uh, preliminary and not at all. I think it would be on the spectrum of, uh, of ideas. It would be closer to the, to the dream than the actual plan, I guess, if that makes sense. So, um, you know, I haven't, uh, now it's, it's possible, it's totally possible that other people are, uh, talking to, to different sources. I have no idea, uh, who those people might be. So, 
Um, you know, not to, uh, you know, I, I guess the, the reporting I'm doing is not to say that these people are wrong necessarily, but the, the people who are at the, who are in the investment group are saying no. And I think if there was something, uh, brewing, you might see something more along the lines of a no comment, um, just because, you know, the, in the course of, they were very tight lipped. They were very good at keeping everything close to the vest as they got their initial plan together, uh, that came out last year. And, um, and I would assume, uh, and I think a lot of that involved, you know, like these, these legally binding non-disclosure agreements as they went about that process. And I would, I'd expect anyone new to this process would also probably be um, uh, pretty pretty tight-lipped about it uh, for 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 those reasons, and because it's a it's it's we're talking about millions of dollars. Right. Um, it's uh, you know loose lips can sink a deal like that pretty quickly. I think so. So we'll see. Um, there's there's still time. There is still time for something to happen. Um, so I'm not, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are hopeful that will happen. Right. I'm not I'm not going out of my way to rain on their parade, but um, but I at at this point I I think it's mostly wishful thinking. Does uh, Dave Peacock's new position at Schnooks have any effect with him in the new investment group? I don't think so. I mean, he was not, um, you know, he, he was one of the faces of this because, uh, because I think he's, uh, you know, he's well known around town and he's kind of comfortable in that role. Uh, but as far as, you know, he was, you know, he mostly just kind of had a, a stake in, in this and he was not, you know, he wasn't, Jim Cavanaugh was, uh, and, and Paul Edgerly mm-hmm. were two of, uh, were two of the people who, who were really, um, in charge of this thing. So, uh, you know, his, his role in, in Schnooks, I don't think, I don't think changes that. I don't think it, it causes, it necessarily causes him to, you know, pull out his, uh, investor stake in, in that or anything like that. No. What's the motivation you think, though, behind a lot of these rumors? I understand that a lot of folks would love to be able to see soccer, perhaps in the downtown area of St. Louis. But uh, for a rumor like this to come about, what's the motivation behind it? What do you think, in your opinion, as far as your connections to the folks you've talked to while covering MLS at St. Louis, why do you think these type of stories keep budgeting up from time to time uh, every time it looks like it's, it's DOA? I think uh, I think part of it is no one um, there, no one really wants to admit defeat. Um, I think I think another another part of it is you know is wishful thinking. There's not you know the and the plan you know the plan is not literally uh, dead. You know they they've said that they're that they're open to to change, but. Uh, or you know, but but if you bring in more private investors, that affects everyone's stake in the deal. Um, I think uh, I, I think that you know there, you may have some kind of if, if there is some kind of public financing option um, available. You know, you have public officials who have been very vague about oh, we would love to find something too, but. Uh, you know, whether or not anything on that is happening. Another part, you know, another problem is I think there's, there's people out there who, who have influential voices who don't want to say this is dead. And I think that their, their words are kind of easy to, um, to be, to be construed as something happening when maybe there isn't. Like, for example, uh, before Francis Slay left office in the last days of his administration, he sent out a tweet that said something like, I don't believe MLS to STL is dead. Mm-hmm. And so everyone, you know, well, what is he talking about? He right. must have inside information. And finally, his spokesman just says, oh, it's just, 
he's just, you know, being full of hope. He's doing, you know, it's, <laughs> okay. it's the it's the right thing to be hopeful. So that's what we're doing. Um, so, uh, so you know, there, you you have moments like that where oh, there, there, this 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 statement from this uh, powerful person must mean that there's something going on behind the scenes when uh, maybe this time uh, the indications are that there isn't. So. Uh, so if, if there is a plan B, it's, it's not, it's not nearly close to, uh, completion. Well, it's nice to hear that there's still, I guess, work being done, but what, what impact does the no vote actually have on the MLS being interested in St. Louis? Cause the reality is there are 10 other cities vying for four spots. Um, so is it, does it? The MLS look bad upon St. Louis for voting no? Do they not want to set a precedent of a city voting no for public funding and then awarding that city a team? Does that provide them problems in the future? I think that's I think that's fair to consider whether or not that's actually in their thinking. I don't know. I, 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 it certainly wouldn't be the only. I don't think it would be the deciding factor. Uh, you know, they have been pretty adamant that they. I guess everything shy of officially saying that they want to do everything they can to put a team in St. Louis. That's basically what they've said. Um, but at this point, they're, uh, they're, you know, they, they like the ownership group. They like the city. Uh, but there is now no stadium plan. So, um, I think, I think if a, I think if another stadium plan was hatched that that the MLS would ultimately listen and St. Louis would be uh, seriously back in the discussion. I don't think, you know, I, I do think that a vote like this um, does send a message to leagues around the country that, uh, you know, what, uh, how do you deal with a, with a city that has rejected public financing and you know, depending on those dealings, how might that affect future public financing for stadium debates in other cities? I think that's absolutely a factor. But um, but if there's if there's a if there is a plan B, I think St. Louis is definitely a re- remains a strong contender in the discussion, despite the vote going down. Mike, before we are able to get you out of here, I did want to ask you about this. Uh, we, we finally are getting that a long-awaited trolley in the Del Mar Loop, and I saw that you recently reported that now a Ferris wheel could soon join <laughs> the Del Mar Loop. What is everyone's fascination with Ferris wheels? Yeah, you know, and it's, uh, and look, it's, it's this, um, it's become a, it's become a trend in, uh, in other cities. Ferris wheels seem to be going up everywhere. And <laughs> I noticed in all the, in all the, in all the promotional materials for the Ferris wheels in those cities, they all say it's iconic. It's this iconic thing. But I guess if every, if every city skyline has <laughs> a Ferris, a Ferris wheel. wheel. <laughs> That should fix it all. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's uh, Ferris wheels sound fun. I've been on the Ferris wheel on top of the museum. <laughs> there that you was, go. Was, Mike Falk sounds a like of more fun. of a scrambler guy. Yeah, I thought he was I a screaming eagle uh, kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, all right. You know, Mike. Maybe um, you can take your unbiased opinion somewhere. I mean, this is if you're not a, if you're not a Ferris wheel man, I don't know if you belong. On Why is the postage patch pro Ferris wheel? <laughs> uh yeah well you know i never met the man mr ferris himself um... he was an honest an honest man he did yeah mike mike falk from the st louis post-dispatch you can find him on twitter at mike underscore falk on twitter second cousin to marshall of course thank you so much for joining mike we really appreciate you jumping on really appreciate it all right thank you guys take care mike falk Joining St. Louis Live, uh, I like I like a guy who is very straightforward. He's uh, he's still optimistic in his statement. I liked it, what he says, uh, but it sounds like there's not much that's substantial at the moment. Nothing tangible, certainly. And I think we sort of maybe suspected that, and perhaps. Oh, I thought Randy Carrick was like the most reputable guy, and why would we he run with something? A, we were giving him the benefit of the doubt, and it was worth talking about them talking about it. I thought. 
I, I agree. It, I was just making oh, fun no, of Oh, no, he is making fun of me right now, you little ass hat. But, no, I I look, I, I didn't know what was there, if anything, and there still may be something there. And people maybe are having different conversations or people who think they're connected aren't as connected as they think they are. But, I mean, it sounds like, if anything, I think we can find a, a, some, a common denominator is that it's not dead. We know that much. Well, And reading in between the lines of his, you know, answers – he was basically talking about how tight-lipped the ownership group was at the beginning when they were bringing things together because of the non-disclosures that were signed. It sounds like something is going on with their work right now. Right. And if you compare those two situations of them being tight-lipped back then and them being tight-lipped now, maybe the same thing is going on. Very much, very possible. That's a very good question, by the way, to ask. Peacock's influence since he just recently, of course, became the COO of Schnucks here in St. Louis. Thank you. And I know, and it makes sense because you wonder whether or not now his involvement with the Schnucks brand uh, has any effect whatsoever uh, in regards to moving forward on the MLS to STL projects. The St. Louis Schnoopons. <laughs> well played. I like that. Not bad at all. But uh, it's look, I, I, I'm happy folks are still optimistic about the idea of the MLS coming to St. Louis. Um, it, it would be it would be maybe the best situation to obviously have it completely privately funded, and it'd be great if there is an angel investor out there, or maybe the investors that are already involved throwing in an extra I don't know a couple million. I I've never been one to count someone else's pockets, so if someone says they ain't got it, they ain't got it. So I believe these guys when they say, hey, we needed this to cover the gap with the city, and we just don't have it right now. So right now there is no Plan B. I have to take them at their word and. And, again, there are a ton of projects that are still going on throughout the city of St. Louis. So before everyone decides to go doom and gloom and say it's all over because we won't be able to be a part of the MLS anytime soon, I don't think that's a a terrible reflection of the city of St. Louis because there are other projects that are blossoming throughout the downtown and St. Louis area. They're just not attached to a professional sports league. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, they don't get as much play as everything else. But there are things that are on the move in the city of St. Louis, whether people choose to see it or not, and not having MLS here at the moment isn't the death nail. It's certainly not in my opinion. I don't think it's the death nail. Absolutely. Love that. And another death nail that can be sent is fair or foul today. Get your submissions in before 945. Radio at gmail.com. Send in your thoughts about skipping ahead in a series without a significant other. So if you're watching... Um, a lifetime program like Travis Wood with his significant other, and you want to see the second season, and they're still on the first, is it okay to move forward without them? $10 gift certificate to Southtown Pub is your prize today. It's good chat. I like Mike Falk. Mike Falk's good people. He's been on our show a couple times. We really appreciate him. Mike Lee's Space Bar. I'm throwing in $10. That is nice of you. You you know what? While you're at at throwing in money... You might as well come hang out with us tomorrow. Or even if you can't hang out with us tomorrow, help donate. That's right. Buy tickets at offbroadwaystl.com all day tomorrow. Let's raise $500 for Gateway Pet Guardians. If we sell 100 tickets <coughs> to Target Practice Live tomorrow, we can donate $500. So 33% of all ticket sales tomorrow will go to Gateway Pet Guardians. Presenting a live broadcast is Hillside Animal Hospital. We're doing that at Gateway Pet Guardians tomorrow for Give STL Day. Text coming in. South City Tone, congrats to Tony Doe on his marriage announcement during Larry's Facebook Live sesh. Uh, Tony, oh, TT, I'm getting married to a real live woman in three weeks. Will you walk me down the aisle? And by aisle, I mean courthouse because my dad ain't paying for some. <laughs> <laughs> some real wedding so i like that um wow we also have a phone call and it's somebody looking for someone uh caller are you there oh oh it's oh. mike lee well hello mike lee how are you hey yesterday yesterday i thought birthday it was it was, it was uh, a birthday st louis media hero doug vaughn's birthday it was yeah, yes, it that but in that day window on, on that radio so yesterday nice. with Doug. I know nice. that is great. Did you wish them all happy birthday? I'm in front of Doug. Oh my uh, goodness. That's, that's uh, tough. Uh, that's now. A, uh, be did nice. you, were you wait, did you say something mean, Mike Lee? I say hey Doug, you eat the black chocolate milk. Oh, oh my you got black chocolate yeah, milk. Okay. Who doesn't like yeah, chocolate nothing milk. Wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that little, at all. little cocoa butter never hurt anybody. Mm, Mike, right. yeah. Mike, what's so, up? Uh, are you gonna come say hi to Carly? She's with us tomorrow. Where that? 
Uh, we're going to be at Gateway Pet Guardian, <laughs> presented by Hillside Animal Hospital. You a big fan of dogs, Mike? Uh, no, I don't like dogs. <laughs> Why don't you like dogs? I just don't like dogs. Oh, yeah, that's my. fair. That's, that's a, you back up your yeah, statement. I get it. it. Is that fair? That's well, Carly yeah, will be I, there tomorrow. I, you better call in I, tomorrow. In the 18, I'm going to Hassett, down, uh, Illinois. There you go. So, Mike, we're going to be at Gateway Pet Guardians tomorrow. You call in and talk to Carly, okay? And tomorrow, uh, today, uh, tonight, today, I'm going to play baseball. Good. Oh, throw that Uncle Charlie, buddy. Good, Good luck, Mike. Take care, Mike. See so, you, Mike. Mike so, Lee. So on Mike's list of things he do not like, dogs and Brett Hall. <laughs> I tell you what, not when, a fan of Brett Hall. I tell you, when this week started, I did not pay Mike Lee for anti-Brett Hall, anti-dog. Uh, Brett Hall sucks. Yeah, it's true. We have it on record. Mike even talks without a space bar. <laughs> Mike Lee's space bar. Hey, Chris, uh, I know you're a fan of Stephen Colbert. Oh, Colbert, as the cool kids call him. Um, there was a major reunion last night on his show. Uh, the cast of the old Daily Show got back together on the Colbert. And I mean everyone. We're talking Ed Helms, Samantha B, John Oliver, Rob Corddry, and, of course, the great John Stewart. How awesome is that? That And, I mean, what better time than for that entire cast to come together. Like, you come together literally the night, the afternoon of James Comey being fired by, by President Trump last night. Really cool picture. All, of course, are successful in their own right. We talked uh, last week uh, with a uh, current Daily Show correspondent and comedian, Michelle Wolf. And she uh, talked about, of course, the legacy that comes along with being associated with the Daily Show. And to see these guys together in one room was cool to watch. And to see, of course, how successful they've been since leaving The Daily Show. It was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, Carell could not make it. Who I think, would you consider Carell the more, who, who would, would you consider the more, most successful Daily Show alum? Who, who do you think got the most I mean, out of John, their potential John career? Stewart. If you, if you had to separate John Stewart. Well, John Stewart right now. Like, even now, could you, would you say he's the most successful person post? Daily Show. Steve, Steve Carell's probably. I that feel like Carell would be at the top. Like Carell is a is a headline actor now. Like right, you, you yeah, could, he's a, he you can, can do put drama. It. He can do. Right. Uh, he, he was in the Big Short. Yes, he was course. in uh, the wrestling movie that was so great, uh, Foxcatcher. Um, yeah, he can do about anything. And he and weird too because he had a weird transition of like you know the what's the Evan Almighty mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. And then I felt like and then the, he was in a movie called Dinner for Schmucks. That I that literally was, fell asleep in, that was terrible. and I was real, real mad about. And you have these things that he's done, but now he can literally go be in an Oscar-winning esque film. I remember John Stewart specifically saying that he thought Steve Carell had no more business of being on The Daily Show because he thought he was just insanely talented. And considering some of the early roles that Carell got, a lot of studios felt the same way. And over time, he finally started to find his wheelhouse and he started taking on some dramatic roles and he was very good at that but he's got to be the wealthiest correspondent from there right he has to be he has to be i don't know who else would be i mean again you're looking at the success from the office to his movie career i would imagine that ed helms has made some serious bank from (laughs) hangover i mean sit for oh yeah well hangover and then he, he made a decent chunk of change on the office as well um yeah there's there's definitely quite a few uh, just so successful. And to so, Steve Carell's credit, he did tweet out while literally watching the show, sorry that I'm not there, guys. Sorry he added uh, Colbert Late Show. Miss you guys. So Steve Carell was tuned in even though he could not be there as well. That would have been cool had he shown up. But um, We can agree that uh, Craig Kilborn had the highest upside to lack of success. Like everybody, like Craig Kilborn himself thinks that he should be in everything, but think, right? but didn't Craig Kilborn kind of top out where we thought he would? In the sense, no, that I think he, he got thought he was going to be a big star. Remember, he was in old school. He had uh, uh, he had, a, good he had point. a spot in that's old a good school. Point. He thought, I mean, he he was too good for Sports Center. Maybe he was too good for whatever he. What done. a career he had! Like that's it was a, really weird. But I'm just thinking about how he fizzled. He did. He went. Yeah, he was a guy that was in a, a Will Ferrell comedy, Sports Center anchor, did the Daily Show. And now I'm Michael almost Chase, certain you Stephen can't find Colbert, him. Stephen Colbert, yeah, Wyatt, uh, Wyatt Cena. He's a, he's a big name, but not quite as big as Steve Carell. Any others? Um, 
Yeah, Rob Cordry, Josh Gad, he's a big name. Josh Gad was the, the Daily Show? Beth Littleford, I, know, I, I remember her. Her. Al Madrigal's a big stand-up. Yeah. Um, Olivia Munn. Uh, yeah, she was. She was on for a couple seasons. Senior but. Asian correspondent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rob Riggle, Mo Rocca, all that. Jeff Ross. Rob Riggle has certainly uh, parlayed that to a nice career. Matt Walsh, who we love. He's on Veep. Uh, yes, Matt Walsh is very funny. Uh, yeah, so David tells a contributor. It's almost I mean, getting it, to the it, point where Daily Show has – they may have shelled out more. How about Mick Foley? He was a contributor as a he senior, was. senior ass kicker. Well, yeah, and uh, but that's because John Stewart is a huge, huge fan for – he's a huge uh, WWE fan, actually. I like this, that there's this much. Ed Lover was a contributor in 1996. Oh, wow. Haven't heard that night, name in a while, have you? That's pretty impressive. I, if you think about the Daily Show alumni list, it's almost as impressive as, say, the SNL alumni list. Michael Che, also a uh, former Daily Show guy. I know. But yeah, it's, and he was it's doing not, both at the same quite, time, actually. It's not quite, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it could be talked about as having a similar legacy, I guess. Do you think that that has more cachet now than anything else? Do you think if you're a up-and-coming comedian and you had to choose between oh, SNL and Daily Show, which one are you taking? I'm going to go SNL. Still pretty classic, pretty huge. Saturday nights, it's been on for that yeah, long. Yeah, primetime players. I mean, you're talking. you got to go. It's a real that. deal. you got to go with that. Gaines, is this too artistic of a conversation for you? Definitely. <laughs> Rod Cordry made a killing with a hot tub time machine franchise. <laughs> Great movies. Carlos Danger. Great movies. Uh, Trevor Noah was also not jumped. happy with those. Uh, Tre- <laughs> Trevor Noah Love also. He also jumped on uh, the bandwagon as well. It was a very fun skit. You can actually check it out online. I think they all make fun. I like Trevor Noah and their group text. Uh, I, you know what? I don't think so. I think they have a, a respect for him. I, he's very young. and I get, A lot of people have given him a the lot Mi- of heat. The Mike the Hall position. effect, as it's known on St. Louis. Absolutely. <laughs> but, I, you know, I think, Trevor, I think Trevor Noah will essentially get the proper respect he's deserved here in a few years. Just to I screw think. with people, he should come out to Hell's Bells. Like you just almost oh, like called him Trevor Hoffman. <laughs> Gaines, you have some breaking recruitment news? Yeah, we talked about Cameron Brown earlier in the week. Yeah. One of the Missouri 10. Another one of the Missouri 10, Trevor Trout, D-tackle from Chaminade. He uh, he tweeted out, and the new thing is to take pictures of your, your notes. notes app yeah. when you're making announcements. Right. So he said, my recruiting is still open to other offers, but out of the schools that have offered me so far, these are the ones I'm interested in. Now, this is another one of the Missouri 10 that we're really hoping Mizzou gets. Okay. Here's the list. All right. USC, UCLA, Texas A&M, Penn State, South Carolina, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Missouri, Minnesota, Miami, Michigan State, LSU, TCU, Louisville, Kentucky, Iowa, Illinois, Georgia, Arkansas. So it's looking good for Mizzou. Not a lot of competition. We're in the top 47. Not a lot of competition. Uh, no real successful programs on that list other than Missouri. So It yeah. was expected uh, as far as, again, these top 10 players are being recruited by some of the most elite programs in the country. Uh, and so I, I think also one of those top 10, Michael Thompson from Parkway North just received another offer from TCU. He's been recruited by LSU. He's been recruited by Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, Mizzou, of course. So these guys are being recruited by the best programs in the nation. Uh, and the, again, I think it still says a lot. And I'm not in the mood for moral victories, but I think it does say a lot right now for the Missouri program for them to still be considered in that list. Don't and you again, think they're included on that list because that's where they're from? Sure, that's possible, but I think Barry Odom and his staff have made inroads with the top 10 here out of the city of St. Louis, and I would not be surprised if if Odom is able to at least get three of those guys. I, I said you get three, that's a good class. You get five, that's great. If you get more than five, I think that can be certainly a major shift for Mizzou's football program. So follow-up question there, if you get two, one, or zero, is is that – Hot seat that you love to put Barry Odom on. <laughs> I'm not putting Barry Odom Travis on a hot seat. Travis is so conflicted because his name's Barry. <laughs> well, that is also true. I, I can't. And initials B.O. <laughs> and I think Odom's a good guy. I like Odom. I don't think he necessarily goes on a hot seat, but it would make me a little bit nervous considering it's important, obviously, to lock down the borders. And, yes, you're going to get guys that are from this area that are going to see Saban and go, how can I not? Or if they see Harbaugh or Urban coming to their living room, how can I not? But you're hoping, though, that Odom is able to sell his program well enough to the point where you can at least pick off three of these guys. 
because, again, it, they can be program changers. I wouldn't put him on a hot seat, but I would be concerned about him closing down the borders if he does only come away with maybe one or two of those guys. I would be slightly concerned. And, again, I don't think it's it completely indicative of where his program is going going, going forward, but I would uh, be nervous as a Mizzou alum should that happen. But a lot of time still left. A lot of these kids are still figuring out. A lot of these guys are going to Nike Elite camps, AAU camps, uh, Under Armour camps over the summer. Uh, they'll feel a little bit more confident in their decision going into the fall. We'll have, the obviously, the announcement coming this time next year or before next year this time. And so, I don't know. I think the Mizzou's still in a good position to be able to bring in at least three to four of the top ten. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's my thing. Canes, you're slowly turning into Royals guy. You really are. In Columbia. <laughs> I was a fan of the Cardinals until I met all these <laughs> jerk Cardinal fans. They're just bragging on my Royals. Is that what's happening? Are you just tired? I'm a huge Mizzou football fan. He is a big Mizzou You're sounding more and more like a guy who's mm-hmm. not so into the team. If you don't like it, go cheer for Lovey Smith and the Alana. Okay. Okay. Hey, this is a funny thing, and it happens a lot. And he's here's another guy who also finds a way to unify. He does a very good job at unifying the internet because everyone hates him. Like again, you have to really be a, a, an annoying pariah if you get everyone on the internet to hate you. And the internet is very divisive. But uh, your boy, Chris, and I know you own several albums and you play it a lot in your vehicle, uh, Bow Wow, Mm. a.k.a. Shad Moss, uh, got it. didn't know that. uh, Yeah. Veteran of Entourage. (laughs) He is a veteran Entourage alum. Him and his uh, sack. The internet got a hold of Bow Wow's tweet yesterday. And Bow Wow sent out a tweet. He's on a press tour right now. He's pumping his new reality show he's part of called Growing Up Hip Hop. Atlanta. And so he's going on a press tour and he tweeted out a picture yesterday of a Mercedes Benz luxury car, a Mercedes Benz van, and they're both parked in front of a luxury private jet. And so it says under the photo, growing up hip hop Atlanta press tour starts today. I'm on the move, by the way. He used dot, dot, dot. So he paused as well. I see what you're doing there, Bow Wow. I, I like it. It starts today. I'm on the move. And uh, he had the hashtag growing up Hip Hop Atlanta. And so you're, he gives off the idea that he's about to board this beautiful private jet after being dropped off in either the Mercedes-Benz van or the Mercedes-Benz beautiful coupe. Well, um, it, it turns out that picture wasn't real. We were catfish, Chris. Oh, no. No. Uh, it, it no. Tur- it turns out no, Travis. that he was um, actually on a commercial flight. Okay. And how do we know this? Uh, because someone, someone went through their – Someone saw him. Someone saw him and uh, went to Snapchat. I love the internet. I-, I love it as well. They found Bow Wow <laughs> on this airplane flying commercially, not the private jet. <laughs> and in the Snapchat caption, it reads, so this guy, Lil Bow Wow, is on my flight to New York. But on Instagram, he posted a picture of a private jet caption traveling to New York today. Shake my head. <laughs> so naturally, the internet got a hold of this. Now, normally you'd be like, all right, so the guy got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. This isn't the first time this happened. He's so a, serial, a serial uh, one-upper. Yes. These, we, we call this, I have, I have a couple buddies, we call this uh, trying to live that Instagram mm-hmm. life. When it's really, you're posting a picture of, an, of a nice angle of like a champagne glass. When in reality, you're like... My rent's due in three days. <laughs> I'm a week late on my car payment. My phone might get shut off, and I've maxed out all my credit cards. And boy, I should have listened whenever Dad said I should be uh, in a, a lawyer or something. Where right. it's like, yeah, cool with that philosophy degree. But uh, that's how people deal with things, and isn't it? And it's it's hilarious. He, it ain't all his fault. It's it, the world we live in. Well, not only that, he does it like a lot of celebrities, a lot of A-list celebrities fly commercially. Like, so the idea that he had to, like, the idea that he needed to sell everybody that, there's nothing wrong with a celebrity, even of Bow Wow's I caliber, like flying commercial. Everyone flies virtually commercial. You know how much private Warren jets Buffett, cost? Warren Buffett flies commercial. The, the, those private jets are expensive. Extremely expensive. Unless you're at a certain level, which 0.05% of the people on earth are, yes. is not fiscally responsible. No, it is not. Absolutely. So, it is so unnecessary. Absolutely. It is, ugh, it's crazy. And I like this from the Rhino's Nest, an update. They're doing a Bow Wow challenge. Yes, so people are doing a Bow Wow challenge. Now, the reason why people go in on Bow Wow is because 
during the football season, Chris, I don't know if you remember, he was uh, talking about uh, him going to the suite. He's going to be in VIP suite at the Georgia Dome for the Atlanta Falcons football game. Only problem was the Atlanta Falcons weren't at home at Atlanta. They were on the road. So mm-hmm. he was telling everybody he was going to be down at the Dome when he was stunting on being in a suite that he wasn't going to be in considering that the Falcons weren't playing. So he's done this I'm about that Instagram life a couple times now and people on the internet. And then he, he made some very vulgar comments about uh, the president's wife as well. And the internet absolutely came after him on that one as well. And the all, every Falcons fan blamed him for the Super Bowl loss too. He tweeted out uh, in the, at, yeah, he but, tweeted out hey, at halftime. Hey, be careful about pissing off people on the, in sporting events signed Mitch Williams. Who's Mitch Williams? Blew the game, blew the World Series for the Phillies against the Blue Jays. Gave and, up uh, a home run the Joe had about, had about, he's an analyst now. He's got a good life. Yeah, he's now. got a good life now. But, uh, but the first few years, ten, after that, 10 plus play. years of a hell yeah. from uh, Phillies fans. He, Sorry. Tw- he tweeted, hashtag rise up. I told y'all, scam Brady and the Patriots are done. Oh! <laughs> and he got clever with the name. Yeah, that's him. You Cam that, Brady and you the see Patriots. That, you see that Bow Wow clown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How about what? them apples? What? Why would you talk about my team like that? Get up, Wahlberg. I don't up. care. I put you in entourage. Why would you get do that? Up. Yeah, get his ass. Uh, my One of my favorite tweets from all of this, Bow Wow clearly needs to act his wage. Yes, I like really that. Funny. I like that. Was, but there was no need to front, so I'm glad. And so what's well, that's the, the thing. Isn't in today's world, aren't you, and maybe you can catch fire with a how about that kind of BS. Right. But even him and his play, and wouldn't it be better if he's like down here sitting with my people? <laughs> as if anyone cares if he's at the game or not. No. No one, like, listen, I, I would love that if he was, if, he, they should banish him to St. Louis yeah. for a year. And he could still work. He could still do everything. <laughs> but... He, someone like him would lose his mind because for the most part, people in St. Louis, pretty good, pretty, pretty good about celebrities walking around. Yeah. It's almost a thing where it's like, it's cool to be. It's cool, cool. to not recognize it's cool to be the cool. big time celebrity. Well, you, they may give, hey, how you doing? I like, like the oh, thing. Good. Just wanted to say hello. Uh-huh. You know, one of that. But it's not a Beatles-esque right. games. The Beatles were a rock band. They were a band. They were pretty big. Yeah. Overrated. Yeah, uh-huh. very much. They were created by Jimi Hendrix and Black. Hey, uh, we got more text coming in. Chris, why are you hating? Why are you talking smack to people with philosophy degrees? F you, man. <laughs> Surprise, Barnhart Brawler. <laughs> Soko Midget is awake. Wow. wow. About wow. One, one who climbed out of his crib. That's right. Oh, there That's, we go. Someone give him a, a shot from below. Oh, man. Somebody give him a pacifier and a step stool so he can oh, get down and join man. the show. 1300 Hampton. Come down here so we can hold you. Soko Midget. Soko Midget texting in, who is this? Why are you here? <laughs> Grumpy as always. Oh, Grumpy, you did a dwarf. I see what you did there. I well done, even, Chris. I didn't mean to. <laughs> he called him a dwarf. Really damn good. That no, is really good. no, not what I meant. <laughs> it amazes me how Bow Wow consistently gives himself L's with little to no effort. Truly an art form. Twitter really was, they were not having it again. And again, he unites everyone when he made that disgusting comment about President Trump's wife. Did the like, dude? Did the dude with the uh, the alt right guy who got punched? He was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys." <laughs> you mean was, uh, Charles Barkley's new co-host? Oh, America don't even Green? get me started. Don't you get me started? That's for tomorrow, Gaines. Don't you get me started? We might not even do that tomorrow. We have to hold that off to the end of the week. But no, uh, yeah, that he when he said that comment, as divisive as we've been politically in this country over the last year and a half. Is it divisive like, or divisive? You're, you're really hitting that divisive hard. I think you can say it both ways. I think you can. I'm going to say called, divisive. It's called public education. I'm I okay. Fe- Leave it alone. Leave- team team public high school. So I, I think when he said that, like, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals all came together and was like, go to hell, Bow Wow. And so now he's doing it again. I, there's no need to, for you to do that, Bow Wow. Can then, I? Then he announces retirement. You're, you're Bow Wow. You don't get to announce your retirement. <laughs> You don't get to I do that. I didn't know that. he did that. Yeah, yeah no, I'm done. Wait, what that, does that, that even mean? That's what he said. He's like, I'm no longer Bow Wow. Well, that's when he said he's dropping the low. So you oh, I remember low. that. All I right. do remember so that. Now he said, well, I'm no longer Bow Wow. I'm now Shad Moss. <laughs> so everyone's like, you don't retire. Only mm-hmm. Jay-Z retires. And even Jay-Z came out and said years later, like Snoop- that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. No one retires. Snoop Dogg tried to 
make people call him by something different. And oh, like, what's not doing? Look, I, we didn't spend so decades. Bow Wow, you can't do. You that. can't do that. You're Stop Bow Wow. It. Stop that, it. And that's what we're ultimately saying. Bow Wow, you're you have achieved more than a lot of people in their lives. At the same time, Ooh. you don't. You're not as big as you really we got try a, to. We got a good one. Uh oh. Aunt or aunt? The pronunciation is very divisive. <laughs> Good. I was always I remember the first time I was divisive. corrected. I feel like divisive is like very. Uh, it makes you you think you, you think you're kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, you think you're kind of cool. Why are you so divisive? First time I was corrected it was uh, by a black friend. Sorry, there were many before you, Travis. Damn it! Wow. Uh, and Damn he it. and he literally shamed me in like fourth grade, and gave me five minutes on. He looked down. He pointed at the ground. He's like, "That's an ant. That's an ant. Your aunt. You respect her and call her your aunt. Oh, yeah." I still don't. I like aunt. What about auntie? Very St. Louis. What about auntie? That's my auntie. That's kind of that's kind of hip and uh, urban. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Can um can I debut a new segment? It'll only take a minute. Guys. <laughs> Let it take five minutes. <laughs> meat. I love meat. It's called old people. I keep thinking it's him. <laughs> Me too. Oh my game. <laughs> Why are you keep I talking game. about meat? Relax. I get it. I get it. Is that the segment? Is that the segment you keep talking about meat? It could be. <laughs> I do like meat. Was that him that time? I'm so confused. All right, let's have a, uh, a drop it's off. It's called Old People on Twitter. <laughs> what? Not Facebook? Is Facebook just too obvious? Too obvious. Too okay. obvious. So yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hold, hold, hold on. If you're going to have a segment, let's have it right. Old People on Twitter. Neil deGrasse Tyson, just like He's Dust. here next week, so careful. I'd, I'd like to try and get him in. If they're going to tell <laughs> us no, I just don't want them to be able to cite anything. I'm sure they're listening. <laughs> This morning, the Degrassiites are everywhere. He tweeted, no, I have pretty good balance for my body size, but I have fallen over while attempting to quickly take off my pants. Then his next tweet was, didn't intend to send that last tweet to all, was responding to someone asking if I'd ever fallen trying to remove my (laughs) t-shirt. College wrestler, Neil deGrasse Tyson. So his balance is probably impeccable. He's such a nerd. I don't get how people... Send tweets instead of text. Don't knock it because you will do it. No, I you won't. It. It is, that's will karma. You're gonna it will happen. It makes no sense. It. I agree with it. you. It's nearly impossible. There's a phone lock. There's all these things going on. But the second you talk smack is the it's second not a phone. You your, have to butt, type. your butt bare rear ends up on yeah. Twitter. You have to type in somebody's name if you're going first to send a text. Like well, I don't understand it at all. You could be drunk, man. Don't be sitting up here and judge us. I mean, judge people that do that. <laughs> man, that, that Travis Pinkle. Everybody. <laughs> I, I still think one of the greatest oops that really needed to be a text uh, was uh, <clears throat> uh, Ray Allen. Uh, many years ago, where he sent a very uh, a graphic text. He was trying to send a graphic text. Was it like graphic? Like, hey, Poppy. It was. It was. It was not safe for work. <laughs> Needless really, to say. he was said he was like, uh, "Hey, girl," and if you're trying to okay convince a young lady, did he have a woman come? By, uh, yeah, Ray yeah, Allen. He was married. Ray Allen's married. Has been married. <sighs> Basically, his, was his entire NBA career. Oh, South so. City Tone asking, does this new segment feature only Injun Joe tweets? Yeah, I can't read this. I'll say that for the podcast. But needless to say, Google Ray Allen tweets, and you will find exactly what I'm talking about. By the way, great Twitter handle, Sugar Ray 20 for Ray Allen. It was great. Why does every Ray take Sugar Ray? It's a, it's a nice name, but wouldn't you stop after like the first three? There's, there were two boxers, Sugar Ray. Right. So there was also the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Every worthy morning, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame worthy Sugar Ray. Don't do that. The band. Don't do that. Even like Rashad Evans goes by Sugar Rashad Evans. I don't like that. Because it's sweet. It's like a sweet sign. Yeah, I get it. Spread your love and Thank you. What else would you want to be called if you have Sugar? If your name's Ray? Ray, yeah. Ray of Sunshine? Uh, Ray Ray? Ray Ray is a very common one. Exactly. I would um, Stingray. Every, just sting, yeah, ooh, Stingray. Stingray is a good one. I uh, Jimmy B texting in guys, Trav, me and you. Okay. And I'll get it. I'll take a thumbs up from the Rhino's Nest or a thumbs down. Fair or foul? Gaines's new segment. You know what? I am game for this new segment. I like this. Huckabee could have started in it. Today. It, he absolutely could have. It's gaining momentum. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I I like when uh, old people tweet because. Uh, 
they hold people accountable, especially Cardinals with facial hair. So as long as they keep doing that and the Cardinals keep winning, I have no problem with it. What about, hey, what about Dexter Fowler, black Cardinal with facial hair? Whoa. That's a whole other thing. Hey, Chris. I think it's time to go to the people. Or should I do it in a Ja Rule voice? I ja Rule. Like, hey, I think it's time to go to the people with fair. Or foul. As Chris pulls up your submissions. Don't forget, go to offbroadwaystl.com to purchase tickets to the Roast Tournament. Target practice live at Off-Broadway, June 3rd, 7 p.m., Tickets $15, but guess what? Tomorrow, if you purchase tickets, $5 of that ticket. We're trying to raise $500 for Gateway Pet Guardians. We sell 100 tickets. We can do that. It's going to be an absolute blast. Some of the best comedians in St. Louis. Target Breakfast Live, OffBroadwaySTL.com is where you get your tickets. Get those tomorrow and 33% of all ticket sales. So help us raise money. We're trying to get to 500 bucks. Help the pups. I know all of you have dogs because I see a freaking dog thread on Facebook every 30 minutes. So I know you love pups. So come out and support the pups, if anything else, not to laugh at what we do at St. Louis Live. Here we go. The submission topic today, Travis. The submission topic was, is it fair or foul to move on in a season that you're sharing with your significant other on Netflix? So you two are in the middle of, say— It's been discussed oh, many a time. It's a good new, one. Yeah, especially Orange is New Black. Great show. You want to run through it. Why but has it got to be the new black? Well, I don't know. It's just the way that it is. And you want to basically, uh, you know, I want to move on to uh, episode six. But your girlfriend's like, I have to go to this thing called work because I'm employed. And she throws it in your face and then questions your ambition about life. Like, do you really think this radio thing is going somewhere? Are you going to continue to do podcasts? But that's not here or there. Hey, Chris, back to the submission. Fair or foul winner gets a $10 gift certificate to Southtown. Coming um, away. Uh, I love this because we have a good batch of, uh, of folks in here. we got time for five or six of them. Uh, from Jamie Crock. Fair, but be ready to pull some When Harry Met Sally level acting. Oh, no. Who knew Negan was going to kill Glenn? <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's messed up. I didn't, I didn't need that. I like that one. Fair. Hell yes, it is fair to skip ahead. Relationships are about commitment. So that spouse better commit themselves to getting on your level and pounding through all five seasons of Queer Eye <laughs> at whatever breakneck speed you're going. This isn't a war. I would leave them behind in a minute. Cankles. Okay. I like this. Good point. Foul. If my special lady skips ahead, how the F am I going to know how Jesse Spano got those speed pills? Good point. I'm lost. Uh, I'm lost. Point. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> Tills Park Twink. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's good. This is foul as hell, discriminating against single people and people without shows. <laughs> also, tell Brother Bear I said hi. He's always fair. It's M- MS. <laughs> that's a good one. It's absolutely fair. At no point in the marriage vows does it say, do you take Travis to be your lawfully wedded wife to have and to hold from this day forward for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, until death do his part, and to not binge watch Veep without proper approval from said wife? <laughs> Real pick of the last guy who waited on his wife to watch Game of Thrones, a skeleton. And that's from T.A., the DJ, with the submission. Uh, one more here. we got time okay. for one more before we give away the $10 gift certificate to Southtown Pub. I say fair. She needs to get on my level. If I want to binge watch 15-year-old seasons of Survivor, she needs to keep up or shut up. Not my problem. <laughs> she missed an episode because she was making dinner, going to work. <laughs> this is America, and I pay my taxes. Tax is theft, by the way. And because of that, and because I have a PP and not a VV, I get to watch what I want, whatever I want. Hashtag King of the Castle. She just has a lot to learn. Sorry, sister, but Killary lost, so I'm getting my country back. Some brawler, bitch. Oh, brawler! All right, that was fair. Foul. Oh, that was good $10 again. Ten dollars gift certificate to South Town Pub is oh, your prize today. Is. Let's start off with one, Mike Gaines. That uh, Tills Park guy. Yeah, Tills Park. Winner. Trav, your choice. Uh, oh, man, Brawler came in strong at the end. But uh, uh, I am going to go, because that Tills Park, I had him on my list as well. 
I'm going to go brawler here, putting the ball in Chris's court. Uh, I'm going to throw one out to uh, T.A. the DJ. Oh. Is Which, by the way, every single one of these has been fantastic. We're on a streak of no bad emails. No, they're not bad I, I'm at all. I'm saying that. And, and even the Harry, at Harry Met Sally reference and a Walking Dead reference. Can't be I think Jamie Crock was trying to play to my heart a little bit there. Great submission. We're going to go to uh, the Rhino's Nest. Let's go to the Rhino's Nest. The brawler takes home the, the winner. Oh, my God. Wow, $10 gift certificate to Southtown Pub. Big day for the brawler as he is now cashed in on two Cardinals tickets and a $10 gift certificate to Southtown Pub. His engagement lasts another week. Yeah. Look at that. Congratulations. Thank you to everybody <laughs> for... Uh, we had to post some of those online. Those man, are good. those are good. You guys are bringing heat. Thank you guys so much. Um, one more time, if you didn't know, tomorrow we're doing a live broadcast Tell you what, Trav, I'll spring for some gluten-free donuts. Ooh. We'll pick up, uh, yeah, we'll have some treats around for the Gateway Pet Guardians. Coconut Come milk? By. Can a brother get yeah. some coconut yeah. milk? Organic coconut milk. Coconut milk. Yeah. Organic coat milk. Mm-hmm, bitch. Come say hello in person. You can meet Do the Hound Mix, and the uh, picture that we put up on the We Are Live Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, but St. Louis Live will be doing a live broadcast tomorrow at... Gateway Pet Guardians headquarters, and that's presented by Hillside Animal Hospital. We're proud to help them out, and uh, let's raise some money tomorrow. Let's raise five hundred bucks, sell hundred tickets to Target Practice Live. That's five hundred dollars that we will donate to Gateway Pet Guardians. A couple texts coming in. Brawler can't win every day, fellas. Come on, man. <laughs> From six one eight. Hold on, your butts. Two. Hey, uh, the people have spoke. The rhino's nest came through for the brawler today. <laughs> man. By That's the way, rough. I talked to my friends at the zoo. Not a thing. We got to find something else to put the rhino in. Hey, we had one more story. Wasn't there a, a rhino story that the, we had uh, today? Endangered black rhino. Why is, is it? Why uh, it's got to be endangered? Mm, and I suck. Is uh, pregnant Pour at the zoo. Pour really? Up, really? Where's zoo? the dad? Where's mm-hmm. the dad? Damn. It's- so get your live streams ready, Facebook. He went to the liquor store, Chris. He'll be right back. It's been a week. Running back to Africa, he just got to talk or talk about stuff for a little bit, and is native. Now it's it's one of those things. Uh, rhinos, they're going away, and we need to keep them around. <laughs> and we're doing our part. You should too. I forgot to sign my email. <laughs> Ms. My ass. My name's Tony. <laughs> so Tony thinks his uh, his texture name would have got him some more cachet. Tell you what, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Had an absolute blast today. Thanks to Mike Falk the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Keep it tuned here. we got Brian Stull up next doing his show here on 920 AM WGNU. Big thanks to the Rhino's Nest from Justin, our intern, Travis Rell, Michael Gaines, everybody for listening. And uh, come say hi to us. Live broadcast tomorrow. And uh, we appreciate everybody checking us out. Download the show on the We Are Live feed. This is St. Louis Live. Check out all of our social media under the uh, We Are Live name as well. WeAreLiveRadio.com is getting an upgrade, too, so keep an eye out for that. Trav, anything else? I love you guys. Enjoy your morning. That's right. Thanks a bunch, guys. We'll see you tomorrow at Gateway Pet Guardians headquarters on Manchester right here. South City Mo. See you then. Love me. Hey everybody, this is friend of the show Rafe Williams. Thanks for listening to St. Louis Live. For past content, events, and uncensored We Are Live podcasts. Check out WeAreLiveRadio.com. It's good for you.